Hey there, and welcome to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now, the podcast that's all about helping you navigate the sometimes terrifying and humbling journey of becoming the boss your business needs you to be. I'm your host, Jackie Koch, and I've been in the trenches building, recruiting, and HR programs for over 15 years. From hiring to firing and everything in between, I've seen it all. Technically, I have an MBA, but I can say with total confidence that I learned more about scaling teams working in high growth startups for the last seven years. This podcast is not going to bring you corporate red tape or high level theory. It's more like a fireside chat with your friend. You know, the one who always tells you the real hard, honest truth that's sometimes annoying. That's going to be me from time to time. We'll dive into the real talk about what it means to lead, to manage, and to build a team when all of a sudden you look around the room and you're like, oh shit, I'm the one in charge. No BS, just actionable advice and stories from people just like you. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a newbie boss, or somewhere in the middle, oh shit, I'm the boss now is your go-to source for insights, inspiration, and the occasional, well, hopefully more than occasional aha moment that'll make your journey smoother and more successful. So grab your coffee, your notepad, or just sit back and enjoy the ride because together we're going to tackle the challenges, celebrate the victories, and learn from the mishaps we all make. It's time to step into your role of boss with confidence, grace, and for the love of God, a little bit of humor. Hey, welcome back to the show. I am Jackie Coke, your host, and I'm going to say welcome to the new year because I'm recording this in January, but by the time you listen, it'll be February, so you're probably already in the full swing of things and cruising along, accomplishing your goals, maybe revisiting them to fix them, whatever it is you're doing in your business. I'm sure you're still feeling the effects of the new year, even if it is in February. And I, for one, I've been taking some time over the last, I don't know, two weeks, maybe longer, to try to really get some clarity in my business. I guess I've been talking a little bit more about my business on the show, but I do have a fractional HR and recruiting consulting business. I almost said fractional, and I feel like that's such a buzzword that I'll say that, but really our business provides... HR and recruiting support for clients. And I've had the business for over three years now, which I'm so proud of. The business has grown every year since I started my business. And it's really wild to look back at that. It's also really wild to look back and know that Molly joined the business a little over a year ago. And we've been like doing it. And it's been so fun. And so I did take some time to reflect on that and just, you know, accomplishments and and things I'm proud of. And I'm also experiencing some worry and some fear and some anxiety a little bit around how to continue to scale and grow. And that's because my whole business has been built on referrals pretty much. There are quite a few new things coming into the mix that aren't just referrals, but I haven't really had to set up a sales process or a marketing process before to nurture leads and all that stuff. So I'm like figuring this all out for the first time alongside a lot of you. And as I've been trying to think through that, I've realized that I took a little bit of a step back and got meta 
and really was thinking about what really is needed to have an effective HR side of the business for businesses. Because I'm revisiting our offers and all of this stuff. And because we do recruiting and HR work, obviously the outcome of our work is that. And so it would be so easy for me to just go down a laundry list of things that I could create and implement. But what's actually the most impactful? What's broken? What's not working? And so I took a step back and did that as a way to make sure that I'm solving the problems that you all face when you're growing a business. And so the other day, I actually just got back from a hike talking with a friend who is growing a small product business. And she's like, Jackie, this is what we need to hear. This is what entrepreneurs need to hear. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to record a podcast about it. And hopefully it resonates with you as well. So I took a step back and I was like, okay, if I were to go back in-house full-time, what would I work on first? What are the problems? What really is the makeup of a strong team or people function, often called HR, whatever it is that you want to call it? At the end of the day, business owners want to have a team that is functioning well, a team that's motivated and excited. You want to make sure you're following the law. Like, how do we do all those things? And so I've really realized that there's three buckets that need to be working together at the same time to be successful. And what happens oftentimes in my business is I get pulled in to fix one of these issues while the other things are being ignored or not worked on. And it's so important that you are really aware that these three things really feed into themselves and they're always a work in progress and it's like a cycle. And you can't just focus on one without the other because they all need to be firing for the machine to move, right? And the machine being your people and your team. And so you're like, okay, great. What are those things? And really, there's these three things. And one is not really more important than the other. They're just kind of a cycle. And they go back and forth. And they're arrows pointing to one another. And you hear this all the time from every business coach, anybody on the internet is telling you, you need to make sure you're hiring the right people. And what they are telling you is a true fact. That is super important is who you are hiring and bringing on to your team matters. And it's honestly the most important piece of it, I think, actually. Maybe not. It's important, hence why it stands out. And that is different than HR. And oftentimes, business owners think an HR person should be good at hiring and recruiting, and that's not often the case, which props to me and my team, we are. But that's because we worked in small businesses and had to do it. But you have to be good at hiring, attracting, and finding and recruiting talent into your business to come work for you. Need to do that. And there's a lot of things that go into that. The next part of the circle is you have to be a good people leader. You have to be a good boss. You have to be a good manager of others. And there's a lot of things that go into that. And then the last piece is people operations or HR as what has been historically called. And those three things together actually are what make up a strong team people side of your business. And I think as a leader, you really need to do an assessment of what of these three are you struggling the most with or do you need help with? And maybe you need help with all of them, but just getting crystal clear that all three of these things need to work together. And I'm going to go into kind of a list of what I think go into each of these categories. But before I do that, I just want to share that often leaders think they're just hiring the wrong people. So they hire a lot of people. And I've run into this so many times when I was working full-time and with clients that 
you think it's just a who you're hiring problem. And so your turnover is really high because you're not focusing on any of these other things. And it's so critical to know that all of these things are a part of it and that just simply finding a new person, it may improve. I'm not going to say that never is the answer, but if you are turning over and having a lot of people come in and out of your business, you're probably struggling in one of the other areas, whether that is having some people operations systems in place, or you're struggling with your people leadership or your managers, the people who are leading others are not good people leaders. And that's a hard pill to swallow, but oftentimes that's what the problem is. It's not actually the people, it's you as a manager or your leaders on your team as managers. So when we look into the people management bucket or the leadership bucket, the things that come to mind to me here are you have to set a vision for the company and communicate that vision to your team so that they know where the business is headed. You really have to get clear and good at that. That includes goals, priorities for the business so that everybody knows what you're working towards and you're being very clear and open about what that is, not only for the whole business, but also for each individual person's job and what they're doing. What are their goals and priorities? You have to get really good at delegating and communicating and giving feedback and being clear about the expectations. Those are all the things that really come into people management and being a good boss. And so if you're not doing some of these things well, or if your team is confused all the time, they say they don't know what the priorities are, or that's really the biggest thing I hear, or they want to work on job descriptions. It's probably actually that you haven't casted a clear enough vision with goals and metrics and priorities so that they know what they're working towards. And you have to be doing that. And then the next one is the people operations. This is what people typically think about HR. Those are more like systems, things that are set up in the business to help facilitate you leading your people. So like an HR person is not the one giving hard conversations, is not the one having performance conversations with your team, is not the one setting the rules, right? That is you as a boss. That is you as a leader. What HR and people operations actually should be doing is setting up the systems that allow those things to work well. So setting up feedback loops. A feedback loop is really a simple way to talk about performance conversations. You don't need to have these crazy aggressive, takes a ton of time performance review process, but do you have feedback loops in place so that your team knows how they're performing, each of your team members, how the business is performing, how they're feeling about work, and there's a place for you to get this information from your team, and also for them to give how they're feeling about you as a boss to you. That's feedback loops. And so there's a lot of different ones you can put into place. And oftentimes, that is what an HR person can help do is set those up. But they're not going to be the ones ensuring it's happening. That's you as the boss, right? The feedback loop is just the thing. It's the process that you're following to make sure that you do it. There's also things like policies. What types of benefits? What types of paid time off? What are the different policies that you have in place? Do you work in an office? Do you work remote? Are you hybrid? All of those things are a system or a tool put in place so that things have been clearly communicated to your people 
that, you're the one as the leader enforcing it. The policy is useless if you're not the one actually knowledgeable about it and like having the conversations when somebody's not following it. Then there's pay practices. How do you pay people? How do you set up your compensation? There's so many things that go into the people operations side of things. But if you think of them more as like the tool or the system to do something in the business that helps facilitate your people management, that really is what they should be used for. And then there's also the team operations. And I almost made this its own pillar because I truly believe as we continue to go into a new way of working, that having somebody on your team who is thinking about and owning how your team works together is going to be so critical. It's not just going to magically happen. It has to be designed. So bringing design thinking into how your team operates is so critical. And I put that under people ops because unfortunately, whenever something happens that the team doesn't want to deal with, that happens to deal with employees, they give it to HR. I do think it should be its own pillar at some point, but we'll wrap it into people ops for now. And then there's hiring and recruiting. And that is making sure that you're hiring for the right roles. Do you know how to forecast the jobs that you need? Are you getting very clear on what success looks like in your business, both from qualities and characteristics that you really want to be alive, values in your business? Do you know exactly what this job is going to need to do? Do you know the skills required to fill the job? It's like doing all of that work to make sure that's getting done. And then having a plan for how you find and hire these people and how you interview them, how you assess to make sure that they have the skills needed to be successful. How do you onboard them into your team? How do you train them and onboard them so that they're contributing and you're seeing ROI on your investment? That all goes into hiring and recruiting. And those three things independently all need to be worked on for you to have a really strong talent people side of your business. And I think too often we focus on hiring and recruiting because we think that's like the biggest thing. And it is very important. I almost erred to saying it's the most important, but honestly, without these other things, it's pointless. I can't even tell you how many times I felt like a broken record recruiting for the same role over and over and over and over again because the leader was not willing to acknowledge that it's them, that they need to work on their people management. So I just wanted to share this bigger overview for you as a listener of the three different things that you should focus on and think about, okay, when it comes to hiring and recruiting or people management or people operations, where am I lacking? Where am I strong? And really just start to think about where you want to start to improve because this is not all going to happen overnight. But when you know that it's all three of those things and you want to start to work on something, you can start to build different habits and and all of that stuff. But without all three of these things working together, you will be spinning your wheels over and over again. So you really need to look at it holistically as that. So for the episode today, I thought I would just share this brain dump that I've been having and really excited that we are really going to start to make sure that everything that we put out in the world and how we support our clients helps address these three pillars as much as possible in the most simplest of ways. And that 
is really exciting. I guess I don't know if it's really exciting, but it feels good to have some clarity on that. And I'm sure you can relate that you've been doing some own thinking in your business on how you do things. And while this is not rocket science by any means, nor has it led to any revolutionary things, it at least starts to help me see how I think things are different within an organization and how I can go about speaking about it, sharing about it, teaching people how you can be more effective. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure to go check out us on Instagram, People Principles, or LinkedIn. Follow us there. And you can go check out our business and the different services that we offer at peopleprinciples.co. If you need help in any of these three areas, go check us out at peopleprinciples.co. Folks, that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope that you found our discussion valuable and insightful and you are inspired to go out and be a good boss. Just wanted to take a second to remind you that staying compliant with all HR and legal stuff is crucial for your business's success. And if you're wondering about your HR compliance or want to make sure that you're implementing some best practices, I got something for you. If you go over to my company's website, peopleprinciples.co, there is a free compliance and best practices checklist waiting for you. It's right on the homepage and it's like having a mini HR audit at your fingertips. It's literally what we do with our clients when we start working with them. So go ahead and check it out. You won't regret it. You're going to learn a lot of stuff about what you can do better and what you can fix and what you can start to implement. So head over there and get your checklist. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.